Hello and welcome to another episode of the Project Purple Podcast. I'm Dino Varelli, founder and CEO of Project Purple. And today we're back in the podcast studio and we've got a special episode for you today on the Project Purple Podcast. So as we have mentioned, we're coming in almost at 200 episodes. Over 50,000 people have listened to the Project Purple Podcast over four years. And what we have been on a mission of a world without pancreatic cancer, this podcast has played a big part in that and helping us raise awareness, bring every week survivors, fighters, clinicians, participants, alumni, athletes, and stories of inspiration week in and week out for four years. And what we wanted to do with a couple of our episodes is to put together from some of our top listened episodes a couple things that we thought would be helpful. The first episode that we just released last week was Signs and Symptoms with some of our top podcast guests. This next episode talks about the best advice that someone who has gone through pancreatic cancer could give to someone listening and what that might be. Thank you for listening to this special episode, and thank you for making the Project Purple Podcast what it is today. We hope you enjoy this episode. Someone listening at home, maybe they just have gotten a diagnosis. What's the best bit of advice that you could give that person? Oh. Um, and there's no right or wrong to it. This is just yeah. your answer. Yeah. You know, in that, in that, those first few days in that immediate moment is, is, and I don't want to, I don't, I don't mean to come off as cliche with this, but, but you got to breathe, you know, you, you got to, you got to take a breath and, and it, you know, you got to really look around, you know, who, who do you have that is going to be part of your support system? Um, who's going to hold your hand on those scary, those scary moments. Um, and, and if, if you don't have those people, there's, there's, there's places like project purple. There's, um, there's people, there, there are other people out there that are more than willing to offer support and, and it's just so just don't be afraid to ask for help is really, I think what I would tell anybody. No one does it alone. No. And you, you can't do it alone. No, you can't. And there's plenty of groups, like you said, um, and people, whether they're at the mm -hmm. institutions, at the hospitals, there's, there's resources and support staff. Yeah. Um, there's yep. groups all across the country, all across the world, actually. So yeah, no one, no one should ever fight this alone. I've, over the last five years, I've had a lot of friends that have unfortunately been diagnosed with different cancers. And I, I always just say, take it slow. Um, don't make any rash decisions right away. Um, you, you have um, a lot of things that you're going through and what may have been an easy decision in the past need, you know, just take your time. 
um, reach out. I've, I've reached out for help with the counseling and to get through some of the ups and downs of this, uh, this process that we go through and this diagnosis. So um, reach out to others for help. Don't, don't try to do it all yourself. Take it slow. Reach out for help. There's a couple thoughts that I would pass on. It's powerful. Positivity, yes. And um, yeah, don't look at the statistics. Um, You know, you're a unique individual. As a scientist, I'm not a statistic. That's what I keep saying. I am me. And uh, Go to a Facebook page that's called Pancreatic Kings, just Pancreatic Kings. And that is a website where there are people that have just found out that they're diagnosed or they're going through a lot of stuff, so they're upset. And then there are many of us, unlike other places, where we're giving our journey, our story, so that there's a lot of upbeat stuff. I was on one, I was on uh, Facebook, uh, that, that site the other day, and I, you know, I clicked on one guy who had made a comment and I read his story and I said, let's reach out to each other because he has an interesting story, too. And he's still doing, you know, marathons after after having had it and had and having had a recurrence of it. So, I, I you know, looking for getting positive reinforcement. So what, what happens is that every post is going to get like 100 likes sometimes with teary faces, and every post is going to get anywhere from 10 to 100 comments back. And the comments are positive in terms of, I've gone through this, I've had a loved one. You know, if you're thinking about this medication, this is my experience. So I think that you've got to stay away from the internet per se, okay? Because there's a lot of stuff that's real downer, that it's not legitimate information. If you really must go online, go to Johns Hopkins, you know, someplace like that, or the, or the Mayo Clinic, uh, and, and read what they say. But keep in mind that, okay, so there are statistics, and then there are statistics. So I know that for a fact, the likelihood is that uh, the majority of, of people who are diagnosed with pancreatic cancer are not going to survive very long. But don't go off the deep end because there are a couple of things there. One is not going to survive very long. Again, if you read that pancreatic cancer uh, Facebook page, there are people that are there that they gave them three months or six months and they were in year 10 out. Okay. And uh, the, you know, the other thing is really listen to your doctor. There are so many more things out there now than there were before. So there are ways of doing chemo and radiation if you have progressed initially beyond being able to do a whipple surgeon, because they are very reluctant to saying no if it has spread to uh, your lymph nodes. But there are but but between the chemo and the radiation, they can they can really shrink down uh, the tumors. So there are things that can be done, and there's research being done all the time that is. You know, very exciting research. I get into that often on my cancer blog. So I think if you, you know, if you've just been diagnosed, it's devastating. It's devastating for you. 
it's going to be devastating for your family. Um, and so that you got a double whammy. I'm not meaning to scare you. I'm just trying to give my perspective. You've got a double whammy. You've got yourself who's going through this psychologically and physically, and you've got your family who's scared to death just because they've heard the two words together, pancreatic cancer. So, so we have to be somebody who supports them as well as ourselves, And that's not necessarily uh, an easy thing to do. But we have to look at it as live life every day. You know, I'm not gone. They're not necessarily right. You know, the, the average male uh, of, 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 of my age has, an, according to the actual actuarial tables, has another 10 to 12 years on average. So that doesn't mean there aren't people that die tomorrow, as well as people who live to be over 100. So what we've got to strive to do is to be us and to, you know, to be optimistic. But you have to listen to your doctor and you have to calm yourself down. There's another thing I think I forgot to mention when I was talking about my journey, which I found very helpful. So um, after the surgery and while I was having chemo, uh, my older daughter, who was really into uh, yoga and meditation, I knew that on Thursday night she was going to a half-hour meditation session. And while I'm not into a lot of the psychological babble, I said to myself, maybe I could get something out of this. So I went with her. She bought me a mat. She bought me a pillow. She bought me something for my legs. And I learned a whole bunch of, of relaxation techniques I learned more about breathing. I learned more about closing my eyes and trying to see colors and, and just trying to put my head totally away from everything else. So what I would advise anybody is there, if you listen to music, there is a lot of meditation music out there, okay? It is easy to do deep breathing and control breathing exercises without doing anything else that really gets us you know, it's like, you know, if, if somebody gets excited and they say, take a deep breath. So this is, you know, more like taking 10 deep breaths, but it's the same effect that relaxes us. So you've got to get your head in, you know, in the right direction, but don't say no to what the doctor recommends. You know, really hold, hold tight to your loved ones. Um, because they're the ones that are that are going to help get you through it. You know, you could have a great doctor and great nurses and staff, and uh, odds are they're going to do their, you know, they're going to do their job and they're going to do it to the best of their ability. So you don't have to really worry about that. But hold close to your loved ones. Um, let them know you love them, and they'll let you know they love you. Uh, and if you're if you're a person that has faith cling strong to it mm -hmm. cling strong to it because it'll get you through it'll get you through the dark days and it'll make the light days even brighter and uh you know find something to do to occupy your time that's the one thing i wish that i would have done a little bit more of is had is occupied my time a little better when i was sitting at home instead of just you know sitting in a chair with my feet up watching tv i wish i would have you know 
you know, learn a second language or something, <laughs> something to keep your mind sharp, you know? Uh, Hindsight's but, always twenty twenty, man. Like, don't beat yourself up, man. You, yeah, you know? no, I mean, you know, I, I, it is what it is, yeah. but, uh, I, I just feel like, you know, I got to laugh, Jamie, at that, like learn a second language. I don't think I've ever heard <laughs> I mean, say you know, like I, I, I bought a, I, my, my wife bought me this thing cause I, I love to fish. Like I'm, yeah. I, fishing is next to my, my wife and, and my faith in my family. Fishing is like right there, you know? And, and, um, I always wanted to learn how to tie flies. Well, my wife got me this cool kit to learn how to tie flies, but I have such bad neuropathy in my oh, hands. Oh, it's so hard. I yeah. can't, I can't do much of anything with it. Yeah. You know, so I was like, man, I should find something else to do. But, you know, I read some books or read some magazines and, you know, watch the prices right. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. Thank you for listening to another special episode of the project purple podcast. If you like what you hear today, feel free to share this episode, follow us wherever you listen to podcasts. And until next time, please be safe. That's a wrap of another episode of the Project Purple Podcast. Yeah.